Pretty talk. Now, one, two, three, see. No, <laughs> Luba, how do you feel about that one? <laughs> I was wondering where the fuck you were going with that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, does he want us to say footy talk uh, at the yeah, same time? I, I, thought he, I fully thought he wanted us to say, like, footy talk or something like that. <laughs> oh, my, what? <laughs> this is I had no idea what was on. Yeah, yeah, damn. It's been quite the transfer in the Oz. It's been no, it hasn't. It's been a while. Look, Luba, you and, I are, you and I are pissed off, but let's be honest, it's a pretty fat transfer window. Yeah, yes. it's wild. Like, so <laughs> Imagine much, being a neutral. So digest. Imagine being a neutral. Well, you are technically a neutral because your club hasn't <laughs> yeah. done anything. <laughs> <laughs> I I just want I just want a striker or a left inside, please. Oh, it's so oh. painful. Firmino Mino for now. He's still gonna be there doing his Firmino Mino. His defensive midfield striking. No, what bro, he's not. Shot has displaced him so hard. Like he's he's been bullied out of that spot. But that's I mean, the problem I mean, is that that we oh, okay. We'll we'll get in we'll get into Liverpool. We'll talk in depth about Liverpool's woes towards the end. Let's actually start yeah. with Chelsea, man. Let's 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 ish, ish. Uh, Jose's review of his window. What what have you liked? What have you not liked? What do you think could have been improved okay. on? You know. So, firstly, I think I would rate this this window like a like maybe an an eight or a nine out of ten, probably. Because I think it's a it's quite a good one, especially the main fucking thing, a striker. If we didn't get a striker, I would have had no hope for the season at all. Even though I love Timo and like he's funny and shit, I just I don't <laughs> think he can. <laughs> I don't think he can. He can hold us. Like he's he's a, he's not funny, but he's just like a bit dumb, so he doesn't know he's being uh. funny. So yeah, you must watch his interviews. Like he's oh, just yeah. like a weird dude. He's just like a weird dude. So I'm happy that we got Rom because Rom is back. And I think he'll score enough goals that will help us. And maybe he won't score like 30 goals, but he'll score at least like 15, you know. Because like, I feel like our team, a lot of different players can score. So it'll, it'll be quite shared. But hopefully, yeah, he, he starts scoring. And then we... Well, it hasn't been announced officially, but you know the the main man Fabrizio. He said that Saul is going is going to Chelsea on a loan, which yeah, I'm quite I'm, I'm I'm very happy about because we definitely needed um, a midfielder because to rotate between Kante and and Jorginho and Kovacic, especially because we left we let Billy go on loan, we needed the, like another backup because I don't trust Loftus Cheek that much. Uh, even though, like, I used to, I used to really like him. He was like my favorite player back in that sorry season. But after, <laughs> after that that injury, ish, it was it was rough. But yeah, just that another midfielder, and he can also defend. Because like the problem we have with with um, Kovacic and Jorginho, because when Kante gets injured, we have those two there, and like our our defensive mentality just fucking goes out the window because Jorginho is trying to 
he's trying to sit back but play um, balls up front and he just can't be there by himself. He needs Kante to help intercept and uh, push the ball up, oh, which Kovacic does. You could you could yeah, see you could see in the Liverpool game the say like the second Kante came off, Jorginho was invisible. Yeah, yeah, he's a much like, different he, player. He did, yeah, he did nothing. So Whereas, that's like, the best yeah. player in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, at Italy, he did he did fine without Kante? Just saying. Barilla was but, right uh, there. He was right. It was and it was like a how many game tournament, bro? It was a freaking tournament of. 12, Virginia, 12 games. his whole reputation is based on knockout six. games, bro. Literally, yeah, but you like can't. Ten game tournament. You can't. You Plus can't the Champions League, take... which is like twelve, so it's like uh, it's less than the Premier League yeah. season. Yeah, but you and all of a sudden, the... it's a Ballon d'Or winner. Ah. <laughs> you can't take those those awards seriously. Like no one actually thinks he's I don't the best know, player like, in sometimes, Europe. Sometimes, sometimes. What's the point on. of having those awards, though? If like they don't have sometimes them. they're because sometimes they're actually accurate and they're fun and they're cool, and then sometimes they're moderate. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, it's, like it's it's just. It's based there on is, what uh, you want. It's like some sometimes I think politics and shit gets in the way, and other times it's very accurate. Like, do you remember? In, do you yeah. remember in eighteen nineteen when it was like Van Dyke versus Messi, and like Van Dyke got the got the FIFA award and Messi got the Ballon d'Or? Literally, mm. because it yeah, and like because that because that was that was awesome to give it to or to somebody else other than those people, like the goals. yeah. Well, yeah, but it's also Messi had an awesome year, so it was genuinely between the two of them. And it was just awesome to see, like, like in hindsight, like, like I still think Van Dyke got robbed, but like it, it was awesome in hindsight to see, you know, these players going off against each other to like fight and win them. It's like Ronaldo versus Messi vibes, except obviously not. But I'm just talking about like, as in like two players squaring off for like the individual awards. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I guess I've said enough. I'm just really happy that we got a midfielder because, like. We, we were going for Kunde, and like, I don't think that's the most important position in our back, in our, in our team that needed um, improving or backups. Like, definitely next year when the contracts are nearly up for Rudiger, Thiago Silva, um, as be, they're all getting old, also, we should bring someone in, and hopefully, we can get him next year for a cheaper price than Sevilla want. And yeah, so next year that's fine. That release clause, bro. Like, and that thing's like yeah. So yeah, that's a bit much. But hopefully we can do something, because if we don't buy him, then I think Madrid will buy him. So that's another problem we have to watch about. And but there's yeah, plenty of centre backs in the world, man. There's play, yeah, especially, yeah, definitely, especially definitely. if Tickle sticks with the back three and like, if you make like obviously I I assume you'll keep Christensen and. I mean, Christensen is solid as shit in the middle there. All you need, all you really need is a more vocal centre-back because Christensen's a bit of a silent assassin, you know? Yeah, but he's really good. Oh, no, he's quality. Like, yeah, I, I, think yeah. he's, I think Tuchel's really, really getting the most out of him. I think he was yeah, the man definitely. of the match for you guys against us. Not going to lie. No, yeah, yeah. I think I, like, Chelsea always puts a poll up and I think I voted for him for man of the match. Lots mm. of people voted Mendy because he made some saves, but you have to look at it um, otherwise. But now I'm kind of excited that we didn't get Kunde because now Chalaba is going to play much more, especially in like cup games and stuff. 
So is I'm, it I'm Chalabar? Really I always thought it was like Chalabar. I'm not good at pronouncing names. You guys know this. Like yeah, I've butchered lots of people's names. Yeah, but it's Chalabar. Okay. So yeah, okay. that's the Chelsea roundup. I'm happy. We move. We push for the league. Let's go. Also, now you want to push for the league. I think I think you guys are at this point pretty much like City are doing well, but will City's team get enough points of big teams? Mm-hmm. Possibly, possibly not. And so it's yeah. like it's a toss up between you and City being the favourites. Right. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I think. No, but you can't to... go from winning the league to not being a favourite. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's just depressed. That's why. That's why he's being he like this. He's just depressed. Because <laughs> he didn't get anyone he wanted. Don't worry, no, bro. Vlahovic no. is coming. He's coming. Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's coming. How long is it left? Half an hour. He's coming. Mendes to cook there. I'm sure Mendes has a few strikers on his payroll. Fuck Mendes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for those for those listening who aren't aren't aware, we we are recording this in the last hour of the transfer window. So if anything does come through, we will be immediately jumping onto it and deferring to talking about that. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm just hoping uh, <laughs> Okay, so then then Luba, why don't you tell us more about your depression then? Why you tell us more about what what ails yeah. you? Luba, what yeah. went wrong with Manchester City's window and what is the saving grace of your window, I guess you could say? Well, there's Do no you saving grace. Okay, there is. The saving grace of our window is we didn't have the significant outgoings. We kept Bernardo Silva, Laporte and Jesus. That's literally the best part of our window that we locked those guys down. Um, other than that, we didn't strengthen any of the roles that we had to strengthen, which is defensive midfield, left back, and striker. None of those roles were filled. As much as Jack Grealish is a very handsome man, and he has nice calves, and he plays brilliant football, and he's fit into the team very well, and he's put in good performances, we didn't need him. Mm. Like, we, we did not need Jack Grealish. And unfortunately, I don't know what is up with our board this this window. Because number one, we took too long with Kane. Apparently, Daniel Levy had stopped negotiating by June. So, like, it was like talking to a brick wall when it came to him. And uh, the only official bid we put in was 75 million plus 25 million adults. Which is a stupid bid because who who is going to accept that? Especially when he sees you have a hundred million for Jack Grealish, right? And yeah. it's Harry Kane, bro. And like, it's Harry what? Kane. So like, yeah, why am I going to score in the league? And the and top this, is, this, is, this is Tottenham Hotspur's prized possession. Like it does, it does open up an game. issue for Spurs, though, right? Like, like in a, yeah. the more money they accept, the more trouble they're in. Because if they accept a hundred and sixty million pound bid, and then they go out to buy a striker. Everyone in Europe is going to go, oh, well, you have £160 million, so we're just going to up the price for Andre Silva by £35 million. Mm. You know, like, all of a sudden, everyone you want to buy becomes far more expensive. Like, they, they need to go out in January and sign a... In January, they need to go out and sign a new a striker 
and then in the next summer sell them. You know, they need to buy first. Otherwise, they're going to be extorted. I think Levy exactly. knows that. So maybe that was another strategy that has been taken by him. That's why they tried offered to not try to so like they tried for Lautaro Martinez so like there's a lot of speculation that they're going to first get the replacement like Hal said and then try sell Harry Kane otherwise they'd know you have the money that's a problem we had too clubs knew that these guys are looking for a striker because Vlahovic to Atletico Madrid was something like 50 million euros next thing Man City comes like no 80 which is bullshit yeah, that's that's a bit of <laughs> yeah. So they're like, okay, eighty or nothing. So they're like, okay, nothing. And then came the Cristiano Ronaldo deal. I, I... <laughs> they basically treated <laughs> they basically treated you guys like how they used to treat us. Well, they still treat us that way, but I guess we've managed to navigate that whole overpricing thing a lot better now. Yeah, you know, you guys really don't navigate the whole overpricing. Just look at Ronaldo. I mean, you signed him for was gonna million. pay for himself, bro. Ah, there's that thing, pay for himself. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> Who was it? Oh my god, did you see that? Did you see that fucking Allardyce thing? Allardyce said on Sky, he came out and said, like, yeah, you know, Ronaldo pays like he returns like 220 million pounds on that contract, like. Like, just pulled numbers out of his, pulled hundreds of millions of pounds yeah. that United are going to make in revenue from Ronaldo out of his ass. That all goes to, okay. to Adidas, anyways. I don't know. So, for those. Like, it, it's just, just briefly, because I think, pe- I think a lot of people genuinely believe this shirt sales do not come even close, like, not even remotely near covering the cost of a player's transfer. Like, when Neymar went to... Like, it's it's most well documented through Neymar to PSG and from Ronaldo to Juve, right? Like, when Ronaldo... In the first, like, month that Neymar had gone to PSG, they had sold, like, 100,000 more shirts than they'd ever sold, right? Um, And it's still... And all the shirts sold in that window still covered, like... Didn't even cover, like, a fifth of his transfer fee. Uh, sorry, not a fifth, 5%. Like, didn't even get 5% of his transfer fee. Like, they cover nothing. Not to mention, the club doesn't get that money. The club doesn't make yeah. the shirts, right? Exactly. Like, they, their kit's made by Jordan, right? Edge Jordan, right? Is it Edge Jordan? What's the brand name? Yeah, I think it's that, yeah. right? Yeah, Nike, Edge So, like, they, yeah, Nike, right? So, they get, like between five and the club gets between five and 20% like sort of commission on the sales of the shirts. Nike gets all the money, right? So the shirt sales mean nothing. Like the real value, like you get in the case of like Ronaldo to Juve is like the social media boost and the, the, like the resulting share price boom and that sort of thing. Sponsorships that might come in. Yeah. The sponsorships you can bring in as a result of the like for sponsorships. Oh yeah, fuck, bro! Uh-huh. You're gonna be partnering you up with Mega up. Noodles real quick. Yeah, <laughs> team viewer, you know, Indian scammer. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, Big's nickname, team. Yeah, viewer. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> He's a team viewer. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> hey, but Loba, how did they? How gassed were you? That day oh. before Ronaldo got announced that you know, I was gassed. Were... Just look at the group chat. Look at the group right. chat. It was bad. 
But then as soon as I scored with, I saw that Fabrizio tweet where he's like, they're also in contact with Man United. So at first I was like, okay, that means Man United passed up on him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which they yeah. did initially. But then the pressures from the inside from your Rio Ferdinands and, you know, all those club legends who are like, uh, like we can't ever, let... Yeah, ever call yeah. them as well. We can't let Ronaldo go to Man City that apparently, easily. Apparently those calls were like happening even after they already knew that the transfer went through. Apparently, Man United, I think they were still Fergie trying to... Called them as well. Yeah, they, they were calling basically to confirm if, he, if he's coming. But the, the actual discussions about whether the transfer <coughs> take place were already happening when Mendes had called Man United. It was just about making a decision and figuring out if they really should go for this deal because... But you guys you know, were going to move if we didn't go for it, which, which proves yeah, to me that you they, guys they are were, copycats. They were basically... No, they're not copycats. They like are. Bluff no, they're not, though, because, like, I understand, I, understand it with, like I understand it with, like, Alexi and with Maguire and shit like that. Yeah, but this, yeah. isn't, this isn't copycatting. This is literally just they could not let you have their club legend. They didn't yeah. want him, right? They didn't, they didn't try to copy. They didn't try to poach you so that City wouldn't be stronger. They literally just couldn't let you have Ronaldo. That's the thing. Okay, let me pose the question. Let me pose the question. Was it a wise transfer then? No, it was fucking stupid, but they had to do it. Yeah, we had to do it, bro. Because if you unless look at our situation now... Unless they not going to City. Like, yeah, if they could have pressured her, if, they, if, they, if all the legends if all the legends and shit had called and said, don't go to City, like, go anywhere, don't go to City, you know? And he had said, okay, I'm not going to go to City. And United didn't sign him and he went to fucking, I don't know, PSG, because it's probably where he would have gone. Um... It would have that like that's a likely outcome, but I think I think United I think the one the Glazers saw it as a chance to help r- renew some faith uh, before they fist you again, um, which has definitely worked because United fans are all of a sudden all back on the bandwagon. Most most are, um, and I think it yeah, and it just it helps rally up like crowd support and um, you know. Yo, yeah, I mean, literally, in the space the roof, of an bro. hour, he went from he went from snake and rapist to the greatest of all time in, in <laughs> yeah. an hour. Yeah. <sighs> so no, no, it's a stupid transfer. Like, especially, especially considering they had to then, like, it, the, the only thing that makes it better is I think that they then went and sold Dan James, which makes more sense. I because I thought the second they brought him in, like, you've got way too many forwards. Someone is getting still the shot. Like, yeah, still oh, like bro. When Rashford, there, comes back, like when Rashford comes back, it's tickets because Rashford's Rashford, gonna oh want that God. left-sided spot, right? Rashford's gonna want to play on the left. Ronaldo has to play it. Like, there's no way he's signed without being guaranteed minutes, right? Yeah. So he knows he's gonna. He knows he's gonna play, right? So he's gonna play down the middle. So then, what? You you either. Keep developing Greenwood on the right, which is not really where you want to develop Greenwood, but hey, it's better than not having him on the field. Or you field Sancho, your 75 or 70 million pound strike, uh, winger, sorry. Um, or you just don't field him. Like it's, and, and then what? And then you've just got Marshall and Cavani on the bench. Yeah, but to be honest, I don't think. Right, but hey, well, you'll be okay because me. McFred. Yeah, that's that's another issue that I'm, I want to talk about, but. Yeah, with the forwards, I do think it it, it is going to be quite the the roulette this season when you consider 
some of the options we still have. People like Jesse Lingard are still thinking they're going to get minutes, which is baffling. <laughs> it seems like Oli is seeing everyone they're going to play, but, you know, I'm not the coach. But yeah, I think what's going to happen is we're probably going to have Greenwood on the right, Sancho on the left, until Rashford, like, he starts firing on all cylinders. I don't think Oli will use Rashford until he's 100% sure that he's fit and raring to go. Because we've just got too many options. Like, there's even people like Cavani who are still going to stay. They're apparently part of the project. I can see him going in January. I don't see him staying, but yeah. Just... Like Cavani was Cavani only signed that year extension because he was going to be like your soul. He was going to be the main striker and he was going to lead your line. And then you bought Ronaldo. Hey man, uh, it just goes. Happened. It goes to show, like that. That if anything is all the proof you need to see that this Ronaldo signing was a last minute like like Bro. quick jerk reaction. You know, it was nothing more than a fuck. We have to do something kind of moment. They have no defensive midfielder. Still. We were talking yeah, this whole time. Oh. Uh, how old is Matic now, bro? No, he's still a quality player. <laughs> they, like, none of their players have that defensive midfielder profile. Not Scott McTominay, who's proven that he's a box-to-box player now. Not Fred. I don't know what Fred does. Um, Pogba. Pogba, Pogba. Pogba needs to be freed from all defensive duties in order for him to shine. Otherwise, you're wasting him. Um, who else can play in that hole? Donny van der Beek. He doesn't have a role in Manchester United's team. The problem, the problem is that I don't think, I don't think, bro, I don't think Fred or McTominay are that bad. Like, I think you could probably play them as a single holding mid, and then that way you can field Pogba where you want to and Fernandez, and that way you can rotate uh, Lingard into the Fernandez position when you need to, maybe even the Pogba position, right? And it just, and it lets you rotate players more and you can actually get the players you want on the positions in the pitch. And you can show, and then like, yeah, you're going to get exposed in certain games. But if you have to keep playing that stupid double six, you're just not going to win anything. Yeah, bro. You know, yeah. if I was Oli, I'd actually use Donny van der Beek as a way, I guess... Like, I would actually take the hunger that Donny probably has and feed it into building him into a CDM. I'd be like, this is oh. your spot. Like, this is your spot to take. Because right now, I don't have a player that can fit that mold. He's probably the closest thing in terms of what we need in, in, in like as a CDM in terms of controlling the ball in possession. Defensively, Donny will be a bit suspect. But I think... Those are things that he can so he's work not a on, defensive midfielder. young age. He can play as a six. Like he said, he, he's played at six. But I don't think Donny is, is the type of player that sees himself playing as a six for his whole career. But if he wants a place in Man United, then as a coach, yeah. I'd be like, that spot is wide open for you, man. Like, I it's guess. yours to take. And we've got yeah. food for, the, for like the defensive stability. It's just that I, I can't deal with this guy... When we have to, it's a bozo, bro. What was his club before United? It was Shakhtar or something like that, wasn't it? And he was actually yeah. playing football. Yeah. Uh, bro, no, like that's what I was gonna say. Like his his ball progression there was really good. Like 
he was he was like borderline not not actually levels but he was really I was gonna say something stupid there um he's he's not he was not bad at like stringing passes and like progressing the ball up the field like you know he had he had good on the ball ability and that rounded with his defensibility and it seems like since he's been stuck in that double pivot he's just sort of lost it I, he's now just he's now just one of one of two. Yeah, and the problem McFred. is like you can't like you're you're in the you're in the appear problem, right? You can't field twelve players. Like if if Ollie could, he would field twelve players so that he could get one player out of two by fielding two DMs, you know, because they don't have a good enough player to have a single person do it, and that way you yeah. can still get your other two midfielders in. Whereas, like you, but because you can't, you can only get the one other midfielder in, and then that's always going to be Bruno, probably. This yeah. is the dead. Yeah, it's it's going to be quite interesting because I, I I think I just think we should go guns blazing on attack, bro. Like if they score three, we score four. We've got I think we've got a, a yeah, that's that what can I'm handle saying. the transition. And if you were to have like someone in the midfield, like a Donny, who can be able to release the ball on our own transition back, I think it it help us a lot better. <laughs> terms of counter-attacking as well so so yeah. question does this mean man united are title favorites no no <laughs> they have yes. to be title challenges they have to be and Varane. they have to be leading well, they have yeah, to be title title challenges, last but we're not favorites we're not you favorites. have to be no, there you, you should be there you, last day. you don't sign cr7 Jaden sancho and rafael Varane. Keep Bruno Fernandes, best attacking midfielder in the world, right? You have <laughs> you have Luke Shaw, who's the best left back in the in the Premier League. Again, you have Aaron Lang who is you know the best defensive. You have David De Gea, who's apparently he's about white for medical goal line clearance. You have Harry Maguire, who's better than John Stones. You have to be challenging for that title until game week thirty eight. If you it's don't, so you fail. Spiteful at the moment. If you it's don't, so you fail. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear it in his voice, bro. You can just hear the spite coming through. No, but, but <laughs> I'm, I'm look, spitting look, facts. United, United should be disappointed with anything that isn't. I think I think United should should aim for. Oh, you know, this, this you is fucked by them four. coming sick. Yeah, I was going to say, this is fucked by them coming second last year. Yeah, they should probably be disappointed with, with being trophyless, not going to lie. Like, if they don't win a trophy, if they get if they get top four in, like, an FA Cup, they, they'll be okay. That's, that's they'll be they'll, that, But that's, like, You don't minimum. sign Ronaldo and get FA Cup. That, that's the minimum, you know. They have to win something, and obviously yeah, they have to come that, top four. Even that minimum would be so, like, underwhelming. That's disappointing, bro. yeah. Yeah, top but four, I'm saying that, that's the bare that, minimum. That's where they know? were five years ago. Like, you know, I, I, I want to like challenge. I want to challenge for the league and maybe get you to should, like you the should, semi-finals yeah. of the of the UCL. That's that would be proper. Like that's where we need to be right now. Because, because the, problem, the problem, our, our the problem team, our team is so team... good with cup competition as well. It's just that it bottles mm. when it comes to the crunch time. Mm. 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 You That's know, your what? team's good at cup competition when it's the Europa League. It's not so good at cup competition when it comes to the Champions League. They couldn't they couldn't even win that thing, man. That's a light one. Moreno, Moreno just walked. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but Chelsea, um, Manchester United have to be 
in the thereabouts up until yeah, yeah, the last yeah. breath. Yeah, and yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea, think... Chelsea for me are the chat, the title chat, like the number one contenders for the title. I think honestly. they're most people's, yeah, yeah, because they beat us three times, and they're always mm. going to brag about that they beat you three times. Okay, yeah. so beat us in the league. We don't have a striker. Okay. We didn't strengthen. Chelsea strengthened. They brought in Lukaku, a finisher at the back. They look like none can penetrate them. Besides a penalty, yeah. um, so. I don't, I don't see know. the formula to be Tuchel. I think the I think the only thing is that it's going, you know, with that, with their team, it's going to be broken down. It's only a matter of time, and um, you, I mean, you can theory however the fuck you want that how it's going to happen, but it will happen, and I um, I and I think, that. ooh, that's a hot take, but I think like um, I think by the end of it, we'll see Chelsea. I think Chelsea will. Probably take more points of the big six. Um, and in that, I include Leicester, not Arsenal, obviously. Um, but I think, I think Chelsea will take more, more points off them than we expect. I, like, I wouldn't expect Chelsea. I, w- I would be I'd, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea beat United twice, if they beat Leicester home and away, if they like get, if they what they've already got one point off us. I honestly wouldn't be shocked if they take four. Um, and so, but I think they'll lose points against. I think they'll get. I think toward the more the more we get towards Christmas and uh, fixtures get congested, and then uh, like into like January, February, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing Chelsea drawing a couple games um, no, and just like board drawing your yeah yeah, yeah you'll you'll board draw a lot of games. You'll get because you you're not you're not a high scoring team. You're a team that can get goals, but you're not high scoring. You know you're gonna get. Yeah. You're gonna have the one ones and the the nil nil, uh, like the nil nils, the two twos, that sort of thing. Like we're gonna see that yeah. more as the season goes on, and that that's where I think Liverpool's problem is too. Like I think Liverpool are just going to we're we're going to struggle for goals unless Mane remembers how to play football. <laughs> yeah, same. But I I think that leave my Senegalese like, brother alone, man. Yeah, your Senegalese same. brother's pissing me the fuck off. Wait till yeah, Zale, like, it's him. back, bro. He's gonna be fire. His fate is coming mm. in slowly. <laughs> he needs to go to Turkey. He needs to go to Turkey to get a replacement or something, bro. He can't be bro, that rich. So, that so bad. He's got like a reverse mohawk thing going, growing on. It's fire, bro. Just let it come through. <laughs> if he had a brush cut, he'd be good. I'm telling you. Simple. Yeah, I think because there's so much on top, it just ex- accentuates. The hairline, because it's like nothing, yeah. and then I think it, 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 like you know that you know the angle he runs at, like he kind of runs with his chin up and like his head back a bit. Like I really don't think that helps. Yeah, yeah. The angle, all, all you see is forehead. <laughs> yeah. You try to say that wind's pushing one of the hair back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while we're here, why don't, why don't will you let me rant about Liverpool? Yeah, so, I rant about it. Jose and I, and then Liverpool most of the second half, watched the the Chelsea game together, and um, I, I'm I'm going to talk about the same the same thing most most of our fans are talking about, and that is the issue on our left side, um, but from a different angle. From from everything I've listened to, because I've I've heard the Redmans and the Anfield wraps uh, wrap up of the game, 
And all, all the concern is basically, and like Twitter's is the same, all the concern is being put on Mane, right? But for the wrong reasons. Like, so people are saying Mane, you know, he doesn't look at it, he doesn't look sharp. And with how stacked that right side is, like you could see going through Chelsea, everything was coming through the right light. With Harvey Elliott, uh, Trent, and um, and Salah there. One, some, Salah, one yes. of the pundits... One of the I can't remember who it was. It might have been um, I can't remember. Said something like that. Harvey Elliott, you know, shouldn't be playing there because he's like getting in the way of Trent and Salah. I think that's a load of shit. Like if you watch them, if you watch that game and you watch them play down the right, they were they were interlinking beautifully. Um, but I think the problem was that because Robbo was definitely Robbo was a hundred percent off pace. Um, Mane was is still off pace. Um. And Hendo is not to the left side what Harvey is to the right side. We were so much better on the right that everything came through the right. And then the problem is that all the balls then played in. Um, Well, first, the problem is that Chelsea realized that pretty quickly. And you could see they were defending a lot tighter on the right. Right. And so it leaves Mo with much less space. The, also, the problem is that most chances that he scores from are very, very, very often created through the left or the space for them is created by playing along the left side, right? When oh, you your mean, right so like, side... You mean like they, they play it down the left and then they switch it quick? Yes, so yes, exactly. Like, 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 like Robertson loves to put a ball through to... Like, put a ball through to Salah, right? And, like, you'll, you'll often see, like... So, Robertson will bomb down the left. He'll take the ball. Maybe he'll lay it back to Mane, right? And they'll, they'll interlink between each other the defense will be pulled over. The ball will be recycled back through like what who, what used to be Wijnaldum. The ball would be cycled back, pinged across to Trent, ball played through to Mo. All of a sudden there's space because the ball's been sitting on the left side for the last 30 seconds and Mo would score, right? When all of our creation is coming from the right, and I mean like genuinely all of it, you would see, you saw that throughout the game and this is what makes Mane look way worse. Mane is the only player who's really getting on to the end of chances. And the problem is that he is he, his own self-confidence is so low at the moment. And he's he's just not doing anything. Uh, he's mm-hmm. um he's holy shit. I've just read that uh Tottenham have terminated their contract with Aurea. Lol. Yeah. Oh, so Funny, that makes sense, funny so. enough, we were linked to Aurier in a swap move with Emerson, so I'm glad that didn't go through. <laughs> uh, but I'm still okay, not yeah, so, that Yeah, so anyway, like, so yeah, we're that's the problem with Mane, right? Is that he he's no longer getting, you know, he always used to be able to, he's still getting, quote-unquote, into position. But like, like I said to Luba for like two hours off the game, where he used to be able to get, he used to be able to get in front of the center back, or he used to be able to read the pass beautifully, and he would run behind the center back because he knew the center back wasn't getting to the ball, right? And he would run onto it behind as the center back missed it and slotted, right? He's he's embarrassed teams before by just by knowing where to be and getting inside or going around, knowing where the ball is going to be and getting onto it before the center backs or the goalkeeper. Now. He's, it almost just looks like he's following the center back to stay close to the ball when the center back gets the ball, but not actually have a chance of getting it. And like he's just following to make it look like he's doing something. And it just looks like he's off pace and that he's just not, 
not where he should be. And in an ideal world, we feel Jota on the left, right? Because Jota is excellent at that and he's so good at it down the middle. And he's, I mean, his goal per game rate for Liverpool is absurd because of it. But um, we can't play Jota on the left because we have to play Jota down the middle. Because Firmino has been off for about like probably 24 months at this point. So it is, it is getting increased. That's why I said we need to sign a Suarez mold striker. I mean, going back and signing Suarez would be a horrific decision. But I mean, like a Suarez mold striker, someone who's not a Lewandowski, but who's not a Firmino. We need someone in between. We need someone who can actually score goals, like 17, 18 Firmino. We need someone who can shoot, but is able to do enough of the off the ball work for it to work. Um, because we don't need as much of a hardworking, um, we don't need as much of a hardworking striker now that we are playing wider with our midfielders. Um, and because because of the system change, like it also now means we need we need a decent left mid. We need a left mid who can create and who can play forward. And Naby Keita isn't the same on the left. Harvey Elliott. Elliot, obviously isn't going to play on the left. Henderson just looked wrong on the left. Like it just he just looked off. He like he Henderson genuinely didn't have a good game, which is so rare. Um and so it's just getting progressively almost progressively worse. And uh, the fact that we haven't made a signing in any of those positions, even though this was clearly set out from preseason, this was clearly how we were going to play with the wider midfielders creating from wider. And you can see with the results on the right that it works, right? Like with the space that's being made for Mane, we should, Mane should have three or four goals this season already, right? With the space that's being made for him because of the quality on the right side. The, and this is, this is my problem. Because there's no quality on the left, like there's Robbo, yeah, but he was just coming back from injury. He still looks off pace. He was only meant to come back after the international break, right? He did look off pace. He did look bad. And um, because there's not the same level of midfield quality there, obviously Hendo's quality, but not not playing in that way. And Mane is just off. You see, you end up seeing Salah look absent. And I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of people on Twitter who were saying, you know stop blaming Mane, like at least he was getting onto chances, at least he was trying. I think Sunus was giving him credit for the shit, you remember the shit show before the penalty where like Mane tipped it in like once or twice and giving him credit saying like, oh, you see, this is what you need him for in these dying moments, like, you know, trying trying his best to create something for the team. And I was like, fuck off, create something. If he wanted to create something for the team, he would have scored one of the three chances he had. Like, the realistically... The fault lies with money for not being able to enable Salah more, right? Like in in seventeen eighteen and eighteen nineteen, when Salah was doing so well and Mane was like picking up, it was because they worked well and they enabled each other. And you could see, I remember. Do you remember in the opening game, um, Luba actually complained because Salah made the right decision to make the unselfish pass and square it to Mane, who proceeded to, like, run over the ball Bruh. and not score. Yeah. And every everyone who had Salah as the FPL captain was raging, Bruh. right? And it's like Salah... Oh, Salah's yeah, now, yeah, I remember that. And, yeah, and this, a lot of... Especially United fans, but a lot of people I know who don't follow... Who aren't Liverpool fans think of Salah as quite a selfish player, and he's never been that. Like, his assist rate is absurd. And... um. 
So he's never been that level of selfish player. And yet I think he kind of needs to become that if we want to have a chance, unless I keep saying, unless Mane remembers he's a professional footballer, because right now Mane is in that team for, for smiles and vibes. And it's, it's just, it's like, it's, it's distressing because like I was, I was so sure after the, the Burnley game and the preseason games that Mane was building his confidence back. He was starting to get back into it. But we've seen Mane blank for like 16 game periods before at Liverpool. Like he's had some really bad runs. And I just really, really hope. Like I think, I genuinely believe this season's going to come down to Mane because we haven't bought anyone else, right? So if Mane, I mean, Firmino, obviously, if he remembers how to play, that'd be fucking awesome, but he won't. Um you know, if Mane if Mane gets his confidence back and he gets back to even even close to his eighteen nineteen level, right, we'll be fine. And I think we're we're dead set on to challenge and probably win the title, in my view. If if he does, right, because then goals but then goals no longer become an issue. Our defense is really solid. We'll be sweet. But does that happen? That 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 for me is the the question, and that's why, like in January, if we don't sign a striker or a, or left sided uh, winger, I'm going to cry so much. But who are you going to sign then in January? Well, I've said like, like realistically, like I said, and I've sat and I've theory crafted my dream signings, and like obviously, I, I I say Son, Son's like the dream signing, but obviously it's not going to happen, right? That's a bit of a joke. But I yeah. think I think it's easier to sign. This is the thing. I think it's easier to sign the central position. But the problem is that I think letting go of Mane before Firmino can make more sense because you can sell Mane for stuff. Whereas you can't. Like I don't think you get shit for Firmino at the moment. So like, yeah. it, it's going to yeah, come down definitely. to one or two things, right? Do we do we in January? Do we go in and we pick up that striker position? Like, it's not just me who's talking about him, but a lot of Liverpool fans have also mentioned, like, Andre Silva. Like, he is someone who would sort of fit the mould. And he's not a bad... He's not a bad... Yeah, I know, but he's not a bad idea. Um, uh, And, you know, at the end of the season, you'd likely move more so than the middle. But, hey, if you can get him in the middle, you can get him in the middle. Impossible. Um, Shush. Um, So, So, signing in that central position is not a bad... So, what? Emerson was like a Barcelona player for 29 days. That's Barcelona, bro. Yeah, true. Um, but um, they, um, you know, so we, we signed that central position because it's easier. And then we, we in the summer, we either we, oh, we don't let go of Mino, but we just let him know, you know, look, you're not going to play that much. And because we've then got, because we've then got um, a player who can play down the middle more, we can use Jota on the left when Mane is horrifically out of form. If Mane is not horrifically out of form, Jota can play anywhere across that front three uh, or this new player could play. And it just allows us to freshen things up. And it means if, if Mane is playing badly, he can come off. And then maybe if, you know, if Mo's struggling, Mane can have a, an impact change onto the right side, even though, you know, Mo never comes off. But hey. um, Or fuck it. Even if, like, because, you know, there was... We were talking about converting Ox into a nine, and that's what we spent a lot of his preseason doing was turning him into a nine. If he if he figures that shit out in the next six weeks, and and he can even just he can even just improve that position and allow us to push Jota left, you know, Ox at something. Nine? Um, like... bro. Apparent, apparent, apparently, according to the preseason 
and the talks in the camps, apparently it's working and apparently it's being refurbished there. A lot of us have doubts about it, but it's what's been done. Um, Man, Klopp loves doing these things. I want to turn this play into a nine. What uh, else can he do when they're not buying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. the same boat, bro. Check Farron. But, um, so, yeah, either we do that or in this, because there's really no good, like, Luba and I were having this chat. There is really no good options for a left-sided inside forward. Everyone plays on the right. And I sh- I mean everyone plays on the right. So it's, it's really yeah. an issue of trying to find someone who is suitable and good enough to play on that left who isn't already tied down to a big club, um, which is borderline impossible. And so if you can't find that player who can do that and you can't, there's no one from the academy, we, who we, there's no one in the academy who we can bring up into that position. Uh, to play first in football. There's no one who we could sign and develop for a couple of years. You know, you're only really left with putting Jota in that position. Why don't you guys turn into list and just, you know, improve your scouting? Well, this is the (laughs) thing, right? I don't, our scouting's not bad. I mean, our scouting's pretty damn fucking good. I think it's just, there is a, there is, there is an increasingly (laughs) growing market for left and side forwards. Because there's just, there's none of them. There's like the market for them is growing huge. And it's like, you can see most, most of the players playing on the left are actually play, are players who want to play on the right. Like Mane wants to play on the right. You know, like there's so, there's so many of those as an example. Like City rotates through who plays on the left all the time. And it's, it's just, it's, it's getting tough to, it's tough to find players who, who will play on that, in that spot. And that that's really that's really going to be the like the continuing crux of this issue is Lingard can be you know it's but you know <laughs> yeah just take Lingard oh god yeah. could you imagine <laughs> also uh, the windows closed now just so putting that out nothing there. new there's some interesting signings so. yeah everything like, got Rondon well let, let yeah let's wrap up the no let's wrap way. up the, everything uh, got Rondon they got they did get Rondon shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a wild one. Welcome eh? back to FPL, mate. He's going to get goals with his head. Yeah. Well. He's playing a lot. He's going to cook. He's going to cook. Yeah. True. But Rafa will make him cook. You know, oh, Rafa loves doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's good. But uh, there's also like um, that deal sheet thing. So it can be sub- submitted before 9 p.m. and then you can extend the your transfer until like oh, yeah. like one o'clock. So we still have time if people haven't announced properly. Arsenal signed a right back. Well, apparently he's, he's like a right back and a and a centre back, but like he, they don't know where right he plays. Back. Yeah, they don't know where he plays though. Ben White Cedric is a right sided centre back. Yeah, Gabriel's yeah. a left sided centre back. Tomiyasu is big, but he'll play right back. I'm sure he's better than Cedric. Yeah, at least. But Something. he's better than Bellerin. Yeah. I'm waiting I'm waiting for someone Bellerin to is come and tell me after this game that because we kept Origi this transfer window, we should just play Origi on the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it. I think you should. <laughs> It'll be God, good. Bro. I think he was linked with someone. He was linked with someone, Origi. He was linked with a few people, man. Like, there's just there's this summary here that shows our transfer window, right? We bought Canade in for 36 million 
pounds. And it's like, cool. Like, did need the center back. We lost, we lost my on a free. Vandenberg's obviously gone out on loan. Davies out on loan. Williams out on loan. Woodburn out on loan. Clark, you know, also out on loan. We've sold a couple of Utes, um, totaling to about 10 million. We sold Shakiri for oh. 12 euros. Uh, we sold Gritch oh. for 10.5. We told, we sold Wilson for 12. So we've offloaded a bunch of like academy quote unquote dead weight. You know, these players who just weren't making it into the squad, um, yeah. or had like these issues and shit. And so we've, we've more than covered the cost of Kanate. And so this is another transfer window where now, you know, we've spent, we've spent less than pretty much everyone in the league bar fucking Norwich and Burnley and probably Southampton. Like we've spent nothing. We've spent nothing. I'm, I'm so unbelievable. If we do not like, we've had good Januaries in the past and we've had really good Januaries. If we do not have a good January, I'm going to fucking lose it. Because if we don't have a good January, it means we win nothing. And if we win nothing with this squad for the second year in the row, I'm going to be fuming. I, at that point, it will be... Oh. <laughs> well, bro, everyone on Twitter is bro, just like, shame on it. going back to normal. Like, Klopp is going to be... Normal, normal. fuck you. Be third and fourth. Fuck you and your definition of normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's uh... been, bro. It's not. It's just this. It's what? just self-sustaining shit. So Walter Chelsea might be off. Uh, Why? Because Griezmann didn't leave Barcelona to go to Atletico. Oh, did he not? And Saul's departure had oh, was depending on Griezmann. No, 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 no. Yeah, I can see on Twitter so, people are. Yeah, since Griezmann stayed with Barca. So we'll stay at it later. Hey, fuck Barcelona, man. Your bastard club. Hey, hey man. No, these always... guys have been fumbling the bag like for too long now. Like, I don't we know. We're not fumbling it. Like, we've been fumbling it, dude. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, our tour business has been over the place. I think even if Messi yeah. stayed, it would have been so difficult. Like, we would have been. All over the place. It would have been worse. It would have been worse, to be honest, if Messi stayed. Fuck. Yeah, you'd have to account for all of that money that we're paying him. So we'd have to, like, do double the, the business that we're doing. I think yeah. Messi leaving was a bit of a blessing in disguise. Because I've always said it, man. There's going to come a day where we're going to have to survive without this dude. And the longer we keep his wages, the more it's going to damage the structure as much as... Um, we're afraid to say it. I mean, Juventus were like, nah, screw it, bro. Ronaldo, you got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm sorry. You on on how much? One million per per week? That's crazy, dude. These guys replaced him with freaking Moisey Keane. Like, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, nah, we had to get that money off. And they were like, nah, we're not doing anything else after that. <laughs> we're like, we're done. <laughs> so yeah I love this this tweet and I I actually love it which is because you know most Liverpool fans view Steven Gerrard as probably our next manager or the manager after the one who comes in after Klopp right and it's there's this tweet that says if Steven Gerrard was manager right now and this was the financial backing he got the top reds would be livid would be fuming there'd be fucking riots in the streets right 
However, because we've seen Klopp turn water into wine so many damn times, they aren't concerned. When are they just going to give him the damn fucking wine? Mm. Like, oh. shame. That's you said. You said Nick. Yeah. Maybe Minamino will come good. Maybe Minamino will come good, and that. I you know I saw this great take that said like, I think the fact that Minamino was so cheap has worked to his, his has been has worked against him. Right. If if Minamino had cost us more, I think there would have been way more effort on integrating him and getting him set and getting him playing and getting him into our team. Like if he had cost us 30, right? But because he cost us nothing, we don't really care that it's taking him so long to get going. And if he doesn't get going, they just don't care. Yeah. Yeah, that oh. is true. Shame. Maybe you will come. Closes on, on Minamino and um who else? Brewster, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. one Brewster. Hey, man, there's a striker, bro. By the way, I mean, hey, you, you were saying he's, better than he's not. The thing is, though, he's not. He's not. He's not good enough. Uh, he's not good enough. Like we just need. We need players who are going to play. You need goals. He won't yeah, score any goals. <laughs> what was he like? 30, 40 million. It's, it's like, I love this, because uh, so many of us have said, like, you know, because we know Hendo and Navi Keita can play on the right. We know Harvey Elliott can be back up to that right wing position. And we know when AFCON comes up that that's definitely where he's going to go, right? The problem is we don't need more fucking backup on the right. <laughs> oh, it's so painful. I, I hate uh, FSG. I hate them so much. Like I love, I love that you know. I love that we're being sensible. And after the concerns in our club, you know, eleven years, twelve years ago, that you know, we're now we are being self-sustaining and we're not being stupid financially. But fuck that, buy players. Ah, yeah. I think you should have sold money, like last year, after he was stinking. Or maybe even before much, the problem thinking. is there was too much fanfare. There was too much fanfare. Like you cannot sell a player like that. It would be it'd be like genuinely, it would be like you guys selling Kante after you won the Champions League. Right? Like there's okay, just yeah, fair, there's fair. too much there's too much fan attraction to that player to let them go. You can't. Like you would be you'd be killed. No matter yeah. how much money you get for him. Like we could have sold him and brought him in in a swap deal for Mbappe, and Liverpool fans would be rioting. Like there's, uh, there's just there's yeah, too much bit, when man. there's too much fan when there's too much fan attraction to the player and you like them too much you can't and I think the problem with Mane is because he's so liked you know he's only just starting to be called out and by the end of the season if he doesn't pull his shit together yeah he's probably gone but yeah, is it too late hmm. we'll see we'll see oh. okay well we haven't spoken about United. Oh no, we have. Never mind. We did speak about you know. We pretty yeah, much we pretty much wrapped up the um. We, we said much wrapped up. United, and we we kind of wrapped everything up. But yeah, yeah. We should. I think. I think there's a few more things we can talk about. Maybe um not necessarily go in depth, but we can speak about who the winner of the transfer window was, who the loser was, and in the prem. Um. Yeah. Because I think that's basically what we deal with. Loser had okay. to be fucking loser yeah. had to be like Burnley or Norwich or Southampton. Like somebody brought in no one, you know. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do anything, man. Like, we're, we're, we're losers in the sense that we did nothing. City bought Creela, so they're not. Like, you know, yeah, sure, we wanted more, improve. but that doesn't make us the losers. You know, that okay. we, we wanted more, but that doesn't make us the losers. Like, the bottom clubs did, some of those bottom clubs did fuck all, and they're just expecting to stay in, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Some, some of those clubs will get relegated, but I think the one, the one team that has really been underwhelming, or you could say short term, has been the the losers Arsenal. I mean, you know, I spent like 160. There's, there's, it's just bad, yeah. And, and yeah, tried. that's true. They've just landed that Jap kid. Um, yeah, but <laughs> is he gonna be like the freaking spark that leads them on like a, I don't no, know, it's not. It's not. Talking uh, unbeaten streak. Um, like mid table, Toma Yiro, Toma Masu, or something like that. I, I don't know what his name Tamiyasu. is. Tamiyasu, are you talking about us? Yeah, yeah, that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Transfer window. Oh, yeah, bro, they the spent a lot, they, they just spent. spent a lot on shit. Yeah, yeah. Ramsdale might is... be one of the worst transfers. I have to keep reminding myself that Ben White is a 50 million pound center back. Fuck How did like most of our players literally go for less than their their signings? I just don't understand. freaking I know, like not an English club. Leipzig stink. Like Shame. Leipzig yeah, lost yeah. the manager, centre back, no and Sabitzer to the same club. They're direct rivals in the same window. Yeah, that's Leipzig weird. got yeah. fucked. Then they still look for nothing. They literally got raped. Like, Bayern, like Bayern just pillaged the shit out of them. But they always they do that. Like, they always. They do like, oh, you Dortmund. came second. Well, we like your manager. We like Sabata. <laughs> we like Mancano. We'll just take all of these. Thank you. Leipzig just rolled over and said, sure, have your way. Dude, meanwhile, Obi thought they were like trying to be the next big German club, but they just got indoctrinated into what the Bundesliga really is. Yeah. Fine, just we pillage that whole league, and it's actually detrimental to the league itself. Because why are you gonna do that now? People just know that you're the only good team in that league, and they're not gonna really follow the Bundesliga. They're just gonna follow you and Dortmund, which means there's not much in going into the league as a whole. So the league is wank. Mm-hmm. It's just entertaining, but otherwise, it's no competition. It's just highlighting vibes, bro. I yeah. watched, watched the, the, the classica and it was literally like both defensive bro. lines were like those guys just the yeah, they, they, like, they the don't hell? defend over there. They don't defend <laughs> at all. It's wild. The amount of one on ones they were, dude. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> what do you think of um did any of you watch uh Messi's PSG debut, the game against Rem? I'm not watching no. farmers play. Honestly. We don't get I, it on I, TV. I watched. I only watched it because um, I I only caught the extended highlights. And um, there's this beautiful clip. It it does when he comes. So first of all, before this game, the Rem president said like he hopes his fans like you know welcome Messi, which is already a bit like you know, <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Like oh, you're oh. playing this guy. You're playing PSG away. Uh, you're playing PSG at home. Why the fuck are you cheering on one of their players? They're like you know, the football the football purists are going to lose their minds. Then, of course, after the game, the goalkeeper from Rem proceeds to have Messi take a photo with his kid. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, I which saw is that. embarrassing. That's fucking mental. Which is just really <laughs> like I understand it. I fully understand it, but it is a bit embarrassing. Um, oh, it, that's like and then, that's like <laughs> like Mount going up and yeah. with his child and taking a photo. It was this, with Ronaldo. Was this, yeah, <laughs> there was this awesome, there was this awesome bit as well where you know Messi comes on and within a few minutes he goes to make a break, and um, he gets. One of the one of the rim players is just like you can see that split decision in his head where he just goes, "I am not going to become a part of your fucking highlight reel," and just grabs him by the back of the shirt and yanks uh, him backwards. Uh, uh, and it's like you can see the look on Messi's face. He's just like, "What? What have I done moving to? What have I done moving to Ligon? Like, why did why didn't Neymar tell me that every time he's he going to get hurt, the shit kicked out of he's him? He's going to get yeah. hurt." And like you could, so first of all, as well, like Neymar has to come off when he goes on, and Neymar just stares at the grass and looks depressed. Um, and then Messi comes shit. on, and PSG go, PSG basically go, like they, it, it looks like all those PSG players are like, yeah, we're all footballing fans. We've all watched Barcelona play. We've all tuned in on a Sunday to watch Barcelona play Real Madrid. We know how Barcelona play. Barcelona play with these quick fire, fast passes and these nice interlinks and stuff like that. And the problem is that they then go, oh, so we're going to play like that. And it just didn't work. It just looked like it looked like really like they completely changed the way they were moving the ball around. And it looked really, really it just looked sad, um, like a really poor imitation of how Barcelona play. And it's just because Barcelona grow up playing that way. And it's exactly. how they're coached to play constantly. You know, that that is how they play. Whereas it's not how PSG play the ball. And so it comes on and it just everything just looks off and weird. And so like, yeah, they won, but like and they're always gonna win. And it's yeah, it's just a bit amusing to it's no, just a bit of a bit of a hot take amusing football game. Like he's he's gonna be a bit of a hot take because I really don't think he's gonna be firing in all cylinders in league. Oh no, maybe Champions League he'll have a better run because he's you know the Champions League scene is always different to your domestic football. But when it comes to league, uh, he's I don't even know how he's gonna be able to play with PSG because he's been a player that's played in one system his entire career. So for him to move to this. Yeah, you can, you've always been able to sort of see that where like, you know, he's tried to drag Barcelona, uh, Argentina as well. It's just not really been the same. Oh. Um, yeah, I know they've just won the fucking Copa America, but, just, but um, like, he's always put up good performances for Argentina. It's not his fault that yeah, he yeah, bumps. Yeah, but it's, yeah, fair. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's just, I just mm. think that the, the thing that's going to hold him back is the playing style and how Poch uses him. If Poch still thinks, yeah, we're gonna Poch is Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, how I see Poch using Messi. He might put him on the right wing, which I think is a mistake. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like with with the with with the ability you have on that that squad, you just keep the front three the way they were, and you play Messi as like a ten, and you just yeah. you just tell Messi it's like, hey, listen, you don't even have to run, you don't have to work, you've got Verratti behind you, like. You can just sit down when we're defending. We don't care. Like, we just need mm-hmm. you to string those paths. Because if Messi tries to run, he's going to be two-footed every five meters. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> going to make five meters and a two-foot's going to be coming. He's going to jump yeah. over it. And, like, this, he's then going to, like, he's going to roll the ball onto the outside of his foot, cut it back in. Second, he turns his head to the right. Boom, clean. Another two-foot. Like, 
He's just, he's going to get the shit kicked out of him, man. And those black Frenchmen don't play the league. <laughs> oh, white black. <laughs> but see, have you seen Buddy Ashil's freaking highlight reel? Like, oh. <laughs> they clean you. Like, they clean yeah, you. Yeah, bro. There was like, there's this compilations of Neymar's first season in France, and he just gets fucking hacked. He just gets <laughs> abused. Uh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm having a little bit of a breakdown because now apparently Sal is not happening. Like, actually. <laughs> and I'm gonna, uh, oh, How do you feel? Fuck. Let's I, get the live reaction of Jose right now. How do you feel? That has be, made me feel a bit uh, better. I was fucking bigging this transfer up so much before when we were talking about Chelsea. And Nuno I was Mendes not going to join PS3. Confirmed. Why yeah. is Benny not joining though? Like, what's okay. going on? Why is I don't know. Because... Now Fabrizio is saying, so it's it's dependent on uh, Luke De Jong going to Barca, then Griezmann going to Atletico, then Sal oh, can come to us. So we're basically still trying to get Luke De Jong to sign first. Is that what's going on? Well, yeah, I don't get what you're trying to get Luke De Jong. Well, like, you're just going to let him go in a few years for a loss. We're literally trying to sign Frankie's retarded brother for... Hey, bro, Luke De Jong is good. Bro. He's good, he's, yeah, but they're not like, gonna come on, he's bro. not yeah, yeah. I it's like signing him, Braithwaite yeah. again. I like, like, <laughs> My G, Braithwaite is actually not bad, bro. I'm not saying he's a goat. Yeah, don't disrespect him. Dude, what do you think? So I know, but like is, is Luke De Jong Griezmann, bro? Like is Luke De Jong Griezmann or something? Is Luke De Jong on eight hundred thousand? Griezmann scored twelve goals, like he said. I'm sure Luke Dion can do better than that. <laughs> so He's, sad. Yeah, yeah, true. Have true. you seen him at Sevilla? He balls for I've Sevilla. I've seen him at Sevilla. Exactly. And I've he seen him for the Netherlands as well. Exactly. But the thing is, like, why does Kuman want another another number nine anyways? I don't get I'm it. just saying. Because he's Dutch. Haaland <laughs> has just said that Van Dijk's <laughs> the best centre-back in the world. So if he's that's lying. not a sign, if that's not a sign that next transfer <laughs> window, we're signing Haaland. I don't know a sign that he doesn't know ball. That's what it okay, is. but okay. Now Shut it's, the it's fuck done. up. No, she's Apparently it's done. to Liverpool. It's done. Apparently what do you mean it's done? done? Now that, you know that, that dude from Sky? Apparently he said no. Wait, what? What's happening? Which two from Sky? His name is... I don't know how to say it. It's like Kava or Kava. That guy guy that thinks is is a top-tier journalist, but he basically works for Sky. Okay. Not the Indian guy. But he said it's it's a done deal now. What? From a, 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 a Spanish source said that to him that Saul is coming now. It's all done. Everything is okay. I don't know yeah, what man, to believe. Like, I, I fucking hate Twitter. Confirmed and signed. Like I literally thought the stuff was all signed. It's the paperwork. I, I think. Also, Chelsea's done. Hey, you guys still have now? You said. I think we're all talking about different things because I'm so confused. We're talking about Saul. <laughs> oh, I was talking to Chelsea. We're talking about Saul. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I think, I think honestly, I think Atleti just said fuck it and sit tight. They need just like, sit see what their I... squad. They're, they're title favorites. They are. Yeah, like, but just up. sit tight on your squad, <laughs> play, win, <laughs> and then like then you can offload them afterwards. 
Look what I said I, on the I group. I don't know. That's Even if you sign Saul, like he's a shit signing. He's a sh- pay five million loan fee, forty million option to buy. But on the wages you're going to be paying him, it's not fucking worth it. I don't think the wages are going to be that much. I think you're overreacting. On oh that no, bro! That's literally the sole reason we didn't sign him. The sole we'll reason see. we didn't sign him, excuse the pun, is that the wages were too high. Well, yeah, but wages? your club is... Yeah, your oh, bro, club wouldn't like, pay he, like... like... He wants like over 200k. Like well over. Yeah, but your club will probably... Or probably like not wanting to pay 100k because you're fucking broke. So that maybe that's a lot to you, but it's not a lot to no, us. No, it's you know? not. It's not <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you've just brought in Lukaku and what two hundred ninety? No, that's that's what that's what Kante is on. Lukaku's making like over three hundred. Yeah, Bro, probably. Liverpool's Chelsea like highest money, owner. Though. Liverpool's highest owner is like probably on like two hundred. Salah's on two twenty, I think, <laughs> or two forty. <laughs> no, I think I think the off, I think the talk. I think he's right now. Actually, I think right now he's on two hundred or two twenty. This dude's one of the and best players in the world, and he's on. Bro, yeah, exactly. Saul's on three hundred a week. Uh, 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 I'd I'd leave Liverpool, man. I don't know what these players are here for. <laughs> yeah, Saul's exactly. Busy. No, no, no. But to be fair, man, we fucking like Spain. Spain Spanish wages are fucking stupid. We know this. They are. They are stupid. Right. But like, like even Solnegas is uh, is comfortably uh, Atletico Madrid's uh, highest paid player. Koke is on two eighty five and Jao Felix is on two fifty. Oh no, sorry, Oblak's on three eighty. I didn't see that, but he's not even the best player. Not even. He's not even near the best five. player. Not even like, top ten. Yeah, no, nah, but bro, he's behind. He's behind Koke. He's behind Felix. He's behind. Obviously, he's behind Oblak. He's probably behind Lamar. Um, ah, he's probably behind Rea. Like he. Mm, I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's all that, man. I don't like his genuine. Like Korea is gonna be yeah. something else in the next. Yeah, year. Man. I don't. I don't know. Three. Like he's on three hundred k at the moment, and he's like, um, I'm just checking. I can't remember how old he is. Um, Son Lugues is yeah, he's twenty six. So he's not gonna take a fucking pay cut to move to Chelsea. So what are you gonna pay him more than Kante? Hey, we'll see when his wages come out. What what we're gonna pay him? But I just no, want a midfielder. No, no, apparently it's done. Fabrizio said it's done. Done deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, he keeps yeah, flip flopping, okay. bro. Hey. Now, yeah, I don't know. They all fucking flip flopping. Every fucking. I don't know. He hasn't, he hasn't dropped a here we go yet. So clearly he's um. He did. He did that long time ago. He dropped. Oh, did he? Bro. Yeah, I long swear, time. Sal ago. gets paid more than Kante, bro. That's some. That's some racial discrimination. Like, okay, it's <laughs> done. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, though, hasn't hasn't Kante been offered uh, pay rises in the mm. past that he's turned down? And I, he's uh, an honestly, I don't know. He, I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's not the guy. He's a nice guy, but he's not the guy who would kick up a fuss. He's not the guy who would. Yeah, but he's not the guy who would riot and cause shit over. He's not the type of. He's not the type of dude that that of course would threaten to leave over a new contract or whatnot. But come on, yeah. He should mm, be getting yeah. like offers that he should be accepting. Like, yeah. I'm sure it's okay. was going for ages. Why didn't he go to Manchester United? Bro, Klopp is t- yeah, trending yeah. on fucking Twitter because all these Liverpool fans are just going on about how FSG shit and Klopp deserves all the credit. No, we know this. Everyone you, does. You guys are depressing. 
<laughs> like <laughs> it's it's all Jurgen Klopp and is I'm quoting this. This is credit to at Anfield Road ninety six. Uh, it's Jurgen Klopp and his staff. They're the ones who've managed to get Liverpool Football Club back to where we belong on a budget of five bucks fifty. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's same. Oh, I don't know, man. I I think it's I think it's time for these venture capitalists to turn a profit on their investment. Give us to someone who's willing to to put to actually just let us spend money. It's not not even let us like I don't want to go into debt. Like I'm glad they're investing into the area. Like they're awesome. My guy, you won't go into debt. It's like you guys are scared. You won't go yeah. into debt. Don't worry. No, I, I don't know. I think it's <laughs> I think there's just there is I think amongst the ownership and the board there is still concerns over like what ha- obviously. You know, eleven years ago when we were threatened with fucking administration and twelve point deductions and shit like that. Like, um, I think that I think that's probably the main reason. Um and that we're being that we have been so conservative. Come on, but you're freaking Liverpool, bro. Like, I don't get I I am fully in agreement that we are freaking Liverpool. Like, I am fully behind that idea. And I think there is, I think, genuinely, after, because we've covered Konate's fee and more with outgoings, I think there was easily, like, honestly, like, like without too much, like, financial wiggling around, there was probably 60 to 70 million pounds we could have spent this transfer window. And yeah. that's, like, without, that's without, like, shindigging money around to, like, create the funds available. Like, that's available funds. Dude, we've been shit housing 60, 70 in a net spend like for the past six years now. So I think even this season, we've managed to average about 80, probably yeah. around 80 million. Hey, net spend is such a stupid concept. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a very, it's a very like, I don't know, for, for like all of us who've done accounting, it's, it's, it's just a very stupid. <laughs> It's the most basic, stupid concept. It's like take it's, it's those, very, take it's in, very much aimed out. at the casual viewer, isn't it? Bro. Like, because yeah. I, I was talking to my dad about it. My dad was like, you know, United have spent all this money. Why don't we? And I started to explain, like, I started to explain, like, the way those transfer fees are actually. Like, like I was explaining yeah. to my dad, you know, they don't actually pay. They didn't actually pay 70 million cash for Sancho. And it's explaining, like, how amortization and stuff like that works. And... I just realized, like, genuinely, I realized, like, three minutes into the conversation, I was like, this is fucking pointless. Like, my dad is pretty savvy when it comes to his own accounting shit. And even then, like, explaining it to someone, you know, like, my dad ran his own business and did his own accounting. And it's like, even then, explaining, like, amortization to shit can be difficult. Um, and so just explaining the way that, like, footballing financials actually work is sometimes just not worth it. And I think that's why, like, the media love the whole net spend charts and shit like that. Unless it's us. That's right. The thing about it this way, if, let's say, you get it, you get um, your your incomings, you're, you're amortizing those fees, right? But even in your outgoings, you're not getting all of that money directly, like, at the mm. same time. Either. But you record it like that. You record it, yeah. So yeah, even though you record it in that way that you're getting all of this money immediately, it's still kind of trickling in. Thus, that yeah, spend. but it allows it allows you to move around and free up funds, and it allows you to be more more free playing with your money without without breaking your books. 
Okay. Yeah. So at that point, I, I just, what? I fucking, I'm, I just, I'm just, I'm just annoyed. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> we can just, tell. I'm just, we can tell. It's been a whole week of this shit, and on top of everything else, I'm just not, I'm just not here for it. And then yeah. this international break, fuck this international break, thoroughly. Oh. I fucking hate it. All I wanted, like all thing. that was keeping me alive in this fucking lockdown, was football. And now there's a fucking international break, and I have to watch what <laughs> Norway versus the Norway versus the hey. fucking Netherlands. We playing, we playing Zimbabwe. Come on, I'm get so done. Get I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> Liver's got invested interest in Zimbabwe losing now. Oh, come <laughs> <Yeah>. on, <laughs> that's a bit yeah. soon. <laughs> Shame. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I think Shane, so, we've been going on for a while. Yeah, last last yeah. thing, last thing. Who are the winners? Last thing. Structuring? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Probably United. Oh. Can't be asked. To yeah, probably it. United. You like, like you still genuinely. made you still made a stupid transfer, and you should have signed a DM and a better right back. But you you win the transfer window. I'd say an outside. Say Chelsea had a very good transfer. Yeah, it's Chelsea for me. It, even though they didn't sign that midfield, bro, like they've they've filled every gap. Yeah. Well, the midfielder's coming in now. So yeah, it's coming just... in. It's fine. It's fine now. We got it done. But um, uh, an outside shout. I kind of like Palace's transfers. I yeah, Palace. Like... I don't know. Like, I think. Well, back to the United Chelsea thing. I think Chelsea already had a strong stra- squad, and but if you're looking at like who improved their squad the most, United did. Yeah, definitely. United improved definitely. their squad the most. Like they're not. I'm not. They're not going to be better than Chelsea this year. But they 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 did better at improving their squad than Chelsea did because Chelsea's squad was already fucking stacked. Man. Hey man, we've always been like somehow like Chelsea has always been tipped to finish above us these past two seasons, and they never really do it. It's because so. they have the squad to do it. On paper, they probably Lampard have one text. of the best. Yeah, that yeah. was Lampard. Lampard's text. so bad. How does he ever get a job? Okay, like, okay. Who, takes just who takes him now? He's not. He's not going after Chelsea. He's not going to accept a job in the championship, and no one should. in the league's going to give him a job. He should. Uh, when Vieira gets when Vieira gets fired, then he can when Vieira, I love that. When Vieira gets <laughs> sacked, is that he who will. betting to get sacked first? Vieira? No, nah. no. People nah, but I think he will first. <laughs> well, he might if he doesn't perform with that squad. What do you it's probably mean? gonna be. Well, yeah, he could get he, the pressure's definitely on him, but he wasn't the first. There's yeah. really not much of a squad there, man. If he manages to not get relegated, he should be chuffed. <laughs> That's a good squad, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think Arteta will it's be a first leaky too. squad. Oh yeah, oh, first, I don't yeah. know, but they keep back. They keep. I don't know if it's just all publicity and shit, but the board seem to back him a lot. He is a howler. Yeah, I know. But they need to fix thing. their shit, though. I, I would mean, love backing Arteta. They need to be changing other things. I know it'll never happen, but go. Could you just imagine Arsenal get relegated? It would be the best thing ever. You would never hear. You would. You would hear so much about the Invincibles. That's what would happen. You would hear. They would talk about the the Invincibles nonstop. Just well, they already fucking do that. No, but like it'd be worse than ever before. Just to deflect. I think they would be so depressed that they just wouldn't say anything. Like I don't know how how oh, bro, they, they, make... no, they'd have to say something while we laugh at them. They can't just sit there quietly. Oh, I would feel so 
happy inside if they get relegated. Oh, like nothing give me more joy. It's like ne- in my head. It's just it's just it's like next to United getting relegated. You know, it's just it's something that I know yeah. will never happen. But God, it would be beautiful. Yeah, but like Arsenal's a there's a chance because. They, they actually suck. They're actually like they, shit. <laughs> they're like really did you see did you see the real um there's these these common TikToks and reels that people make where it's like, you know, PSG thinking they're gonna win the Champions League and then like in hot cuts to like Ronaldo in a United shirt and um yeah, like yeah. KDB in a city shirt and all this shit. And then there's this one where it's like Norwich thinking they're easily gonna get relegated, and it hot cuts to all the Arsenal <laughs> players. Yeah, I've seen the same with like like Fulham thinking they're gonna win the championship, and then it cuts to like Lacazette doing like backflips and other. We can just pray. Yeah, I'm, I'm pray. saying it's happening, bro. I'm saying like um, football, I, I... football's about timing. Sometimes these things just come around, and it's like, yeah. It's about time. he'll get sacked before it happens and they'll bring in someone because their squad's way better than the bottom squads man like yeah like hey, they will they will I bring in they so. will bring in I... someone who will just carry them through but who They'll can they done. bring in like realistically there's no one that good well everyone that is or good. you could bring Won't in Allardyce and he would keep yeah, them safe like, Sam, okay, yeah true <laughs> Like, it's I not going to take him. a managerial expert to keep them safe. I think Arteta's genuinely shit. And the fact that now, like, what? Like, Maitland-Niles has rightfully said, like, yo, let me go. And he said, nah. And now he's binned Maitland-Niles. Like, he's petty. He's is, petty yeah, as he is fuck. Petty. He did the same with Uzo. Like, like you, 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 have a player you, don't, you have a player you don't like. Uh, you don't want to play. You're not using him, right? The player comes out and says he wants to leave, and you can drum up money for him and get rid of him. You say no, which means you assume you're going to use him, and then you're so petty that he kicked up this fuss that you then proceed to bin him. It's oh, yeah, just... It players sense. like that, oh, because having them around the club really is just not a good atmosphere the fact that he's now going to be in like it just means it just means that next year or in january they're gonna lose maintenance niles for a steal true they're gonna lose him for nothing yeah whereas yeah when they could have done when they could have at least loaned him to everton you know yeah at least oh you could have bought and then you know up to fuck they suck hey they really suck this is why I'm saying something needs to be going on backstage because if they're not fixing the the problem is backstage. How do you how do you fix something when you are the problem? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like like how does that like honestly like the best thing Arteta could do for Arsenal is resign. Along with that, Edu dude, apparently he's the problem too. Yeah, Edu signed yeah, him to the shit. Does, what? He he's got Tien, like literally out of everyone who signed Tien, he's the only good player. <laughs> yeah, literally. And the rest have been signed by Vega. Gabriel got a freaking Ooh, red card in like the second game, man. Like, bro, Jack is got a reliable red card player in the league at the moment. Like, And Arteta yeah. wanted to keep him too. Like he was about to move to Roma, but then I. Oh, that's so bad. When you pointed out Kalasinac was still an Arsenal player, I was so confused. I was so sure he had to go to some club in Turkey or some shit. They wanted to terminate his contract like last week. 
Oh, yes. They wanted to Sorry. terminate his contract. Next thing, he starts. It doesn't make okay. any sense. Chelsea Did you see Urza um, tweeted out? Trust the process. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> that shot. Oh, that's 100% his PR team. There's no fucking way yeah, that's Urza. Either that, either that, or it's the most sarcastic satirical post. It definitely is because he doesn't like Arteta one. Yeah, no, he fucking hates him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chelsea just posted a teaser saying "100 percent complete." So I think (sighs) Sauli, he's here. (laughs) Thank God. I had like a mini breakdown. While we're recording, Ooh. I was like quiet for a while, but That's yeah, okay. it's okay now. Okay, it oh wow! Be, I'm looking at the. Um, have, you, have you looked at um, Olympic Marseille's um, uh, transfer window? No, it was really good. Emerson, so they've, they've, Shakiri, who else? No, Leon, my guy. Oh fuck! Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, they've got they've got Guendouzi in on a loan and an eleven million option to buy, which is just more damn badness for eleven Arsenal. million. Um, wow. yeah, they've loaned in Saliba. Um, they've brought in Paulo Lopez oh. on a loan and a twelve million option to buy. Um, they've brought in Pedro Ruiz on a free. Um, there's a couple other players here that I I don't know too well. They've brought in Gerson for twenty million. They've had a decent window. Good. Like Fuck it, I'm changing my answer. Olympic Marseille, the transfer windows winner. There we go. Okay, I don't agree. Paul Lopez, but... Lopez on the loan with a 12 million option to buy. Fucking We're ejected. We're talking about Premier League, but shut the fuck up. But okay, shut the fuck up. So We've been recording for two hours. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, my football brain is like, I'm, I'm ready to just scream into the ether. Yeah, I can tell. But yeah, we should uh, wrap it up. Time to wrap it up. You'll have a fun time editing this one, Akim. Yeah. No, nah, this one's not bad. We nah, it's not. Anything. You know, there's no, there's yeah, no, there's it's no good. neck, there's no neck outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to listen to the cut-off version when it comes out. Uh, can you just imagine what the what Akim had to cook up there, man. Fuck, that's gonna be brilliant. I, I had a cook. I hope Lubas listen to it. Uh, oh, do that well. right after. Yeah, it needs to go well. Oh, fuck. I didn't know. Wrap it up. All right. Man. Sweet. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed us as we sat through the last 45 minutes. No, but more like the last hour of the transfer window. Um, talking about the, the, the four big clubs in England and how they're going to be competing for a title will be interesting. I think every club has got their own, except for really Chelsea, but you don't count. Um, every club's got their own struggles that they're going to have to overcome. Uh, every club could have done better in the window. Um, and it's just going to be interesting to see where things go from here. You'll be able to trust that we will keep you entertained. Uh, we will keep you updated. We'll keep you informed. Um, sometimes we'll bring in a P-Ware and Nick so we can keep you very entertained. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy the listen. begin. Let the season yeah. begin, except Let's it's go. two fucking weeks Fuck until we play again because break. it's an international <laughs> break. But yeah, uh, begin. But yeah, let the season begin. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, sweet. <laughs> All right, see All you guys. Right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Later. Cheers. Bye.